Welcome to this episode of Revolution and Ideology. I'm Nick. Jared. In this episode, we are talking about Michel Foucault's concept of governmentality. Michel Foucault was an incredibly prominent French philosopher who's the father in the West of post-structuralism and that school of thought. I've read before that he is the most cited philosopher in 20th century. Um, we're not going to go into a deep bio. You can find that elsewhere. We're really just focused on his concept of governmentality here. Anything to add there? Uh, nope. Super important. Has uh, altered the disciplines of like history, anthropology, so many, uh, I mean, sociology, clearly mm-hmm. philosophy. So he, he's a big deal. And if you're watching this video, you already know that. So. Yeah. Um, we are using for this video, uh, really shaping our concept of governmentality, one very specific lecture um, that he gave on February 1st, 1978. Um, this can be found in a few different publications. We are, uh, it can be found in a book titled Security, Territory, and Population, which is the series, what he called this series of lectures. We're actually using a source that comes from a different book, which is an edited volume. It's titled The Foucault Effect Studies in Governmentality. Um, the translations between the two vary like minutely, but uh, either one of those is a good source, and we'll post links to those in the show notes. So if you want to read that lecture, uh, you can do that. He sums up his entire argument kind of towards the like middle to end of his lecture, this chapter. Uh, so I'm going to read the paragraph where he talks about what he's trying to accomplish here. Why he does this at the end, I don't know, but keep in mind also this was given as a lecture so it's not really uh, as structured as we his might proverbial mic drop at the time yeah he says quote the theory of the art of government was linked from the 16th century to the whole development of the administrative apparatus of the territorial monarchies the emergence of government apparatuses it was also connected to a set of analyses and forms of knowledge which began to develop in the late 16th century and grew in importance during the 17th and which were essentially to do with knowledge of the state in all its different elements, dimensions, and factors of power, questions which were termed precisely statistics, meaning the science of the state. Finally, as a third vector of connections, I do not think one can fail to relate this search for an art of government to mercantilism and the chimeralist science of police. So he's really focusing on, this is essentially the genealogy of the state. If you know about Foucault and his methodology that is genealogy, this is what he's doing. He's trying to track the origins of the ways of thinking and the systems of knowledge that are government, modern government, and the state. And he focuses on the transition from what he calls the art of government, which is defined sort of by the writers like Machiavelli and Hobbes and Locke and Rousseau, to the science of the modern state. So art and science. This is his differentiation. Um, We'll skip ahead to, let's just talk about the art of government. Regarding the art of government, Foucault suggests that it is the task of the art of government, these philosophers that are writing about government in this time period, uh, they talk about an upwards and a downwards direction. Foucault calls them continuities. And he says, the upwards continuity means that a person who wishes to govern must f- first learn to govern himself. Foucault mentions himself, his goods, and his patrimony. So this is the part of like Machiavelli's The Prince as an example, which Foucault uses, where he's talking about the education of the prince, the pedagog- pedagogical practices for tutoring a prince, and how the prince, the ruler himself, Uh, really morally and ethically dictates his own behavior. So this is the upwards direction. And that morality and and ethical nature is, of course, subjective to each society that that creates it. So it's not some sort of absolute 
and like in this case in like the western world it has to do with theology right right and spirituality and religion and so forth then he talks about the downwards continuity he says quote on the other hand we also have a downwards continuity in the sense that when a state is well run, the head of the family will know how to look after his family, his goods, and his patrimony, which means that individu that individual in turn will behave as they should. Foucault says this downward direction around this time, so we're talking about like 16th century at this point, is just beginning to be called police. This is the regulation of individual behavior, right? So do you have anything to add on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's super interesting um, during this time period that we actually have the first like policing institutions in Europe develop, like what we would actually call like the police or the cops or wh whatever you choose to call them. The first time we have this is under the succession of Louis in France while these thoughts are yeah. being developed that, that Foucault is talking about. Also interesting, it's not just unique to France. Um, across the pond, so, uh, so to speak, uh, it, here in you know, what would become the United States and Virginia, you know, the first policing institutions are starting to become a thing. And those policing institutions specifically were created in Virginia under the House of Burgesses to basically control runaway slaves. So when, when, when Foucault's talking about control over like the economy, which we'll get to in just a second, and control over ideas, um, we see that kind of correlation here in Virginia with the crea creation of the first policing institutions meant to go capture runaway slaves seeking their freedom. Mm -hmm. This will also be the development of racist ideology, of which Foucault also talks about, but that's for our next episode. Yeah, we'll do another on episode on Foucault so, and like biopower and racism and how they intersect with yep. this idea of governmentality and economy and all mm -hmm. of those things. But again, it's not it's no coincidence that this era that Foucault's talking about, we see the first policing institutions in Europe and France and the first policing institutions, of course, uh, across the pond in Virginia. Yeah. In fact, I have in my notes here, the first centrally organized and uniform police force was created by the government of Louis XIV in 1667. And their task was to police the streets of Paris. So very clearly in this time in France, which is where Foucault is writing, uh, this starts to take shape. So just to clear it up, though, what you're what he's saying, not what you're saying, what he's saying is that the ideas like the pedagogy um, course socializes or indoctrinates or conditions, whatever term we want to use the prince and how to rule or mm -hmm. the state in this case, if we want to interchange that word, the state and how to rule. And then those rules are enforced downwards. Exactly. OK, yep. just to clear it up. Yeah. Then we have to talk about this term economy, uh, which is really, really central to Foucault's thesis and the transition in meaning what this term means over time. And he analyzes the thought of various political philosophers and how this transition happens over time. So Foucault says, quote, the prince's pedagogical formation ensures the upwards continuity of the forms of government and the police, the downwards one. The central term of this continuity is the government of the family, termed economy. So economy for Foucault here is the ways in which a father controls the individual behavior of his family members, along with their goods and wealth, their physical material things. Uh, Foucault uses the term patrimony here when he's speaking of this. And this really, really made me think of the concept that we've talked about in uh, various other lectures that we give and so on, using Rome as the example, the concept of pater familias. So do you want to talk about that for just a second? Yeah. So patriarchy, um, both Nick and I would argue, is one of the first ideologies that humanity ever developed, like way of thinking that is then tied to specific ways of speaking and acting. So Rome doesn't invent this. But what we would argue is that Rome somewhat systematized this for the Western world. Eastern civilizations did their own way of systematizing it. But in the Western world, Rome, the Roman Empire systematized this specifically under the leadership of uh, Caesar Augustus or prior to that uh, Octavian. 
Regardless, when he basically tries to turn the Republic into more of basically what we would now call a dictatorship or a tyranny or basically the imperial period, he begins to posit the idea that he is resurrecting the notion or what he thought was a dead notion of pater familias. Basically, he would be the new father of this Roman empire. And the way that he could lead this new family, the Roman family forward is through resurrecting the idea in local families or smaller families, what we would actually call families. So it is essentially a father head figure that is in control of the reproductive capacity of all of the women in the household both his wife and his daughters, and is also in control of the economic productive capacity of like his sons, like what they're going to do for a living moving forward. If the father is strong, if there is a strong head of household, so to speak, in these families, it will kind of trickle on up to a strong Roman empire with Caesar Augustus as like the father of that empire. And I mean, you could even see this in the propaganda that is spread during this time, like the, the era passis, right? Where like, there is this, this, it's this, this figure, him as the head of the Roman family on the frieze, like carved into stone, leading the Roman family forward. And this is how we're going to create a strong, uh, basically like Roman state. Mm -hmm. And we see uh, just a little bit of what Foucault calls governmentality here by controlling the economy at the family level to build that state. Yep. Excellent example. Foucault argues that the problem of the art of government, what these philosophers are trying to figure out, is how the government can model the family structure, right? How it can model the familial level version of economy at the state level. Um, he says, this, I believe, is the essential issue in the establishment of the art of government, introduction of economy into political practice. And so it's this term economy that is really, really important of, uh, to understand this transition for Foucault, how that term changes its definition. So in the beginning, economy merely means how families manage themselves. And let's be honest, how fathers manage their families. Um, then he goes into like the modern government. And the problem with the modern government is that the government governs things. And he writes about this extensively. Um, he says... Uh, Machiavelli and those who philosophize about sovereignty, Hobbes, Locke, Rousseau, and so on, discuss how territory is governed, and as a result, the subjects within a territory. But for Foucault, it's much, much more complex than that, that the physical territory is merely just one of the variables. So he says um, that one governs things, not in the sense in which men and things are contrasted with one another, so not like there's men and there are things, but really the complex relationships that exists between men and things and men and other men. Uh, so this is Foucault, quote, the things with which in this sense the government is to be concerned are in fact men, but men in their relations, their links, their imbrications with those other things which are wealth, resources, means of subsistence, territory with its specific qualities, climate, fertility, etc., men in their relation to other kinds of things, customs, habits, ways of acting and thinking, etc., Lastly, men in their relation to that other kind of things, accidents and misfortunes such as famine, epidemics, death, etc. Property and territory are only one of the uh, various things that are really the task of a modern government. So this is a transition for Foucault from the art of government where the philosophers are trying to figure out sort of how the ruler rules himself and how the government can model the family. But this transition to how the government then sort of branches out and grows into this entity that manages this complex web of 
relationships that men have with one another and their relationship with the material things in their society. Anything to add on that? So that's where that like scientific word that he keeps using here, mm -hmm. the science of governmentality and to control, we see the development of like positivism um, and this need to basically uh, categorize or uh, uh, define or use sta st st uh, statistics and raw data, all of these types of things, I mean, we think just help us explain the world a little bit better, but we're explaining the world so that we can control those things. That's where this governmentality really like takes off. It's not just about explaining it for ex explanation's sake, for scientific progress, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It's about understanding how to control elements or natural resources or whatever, whatever, whatever comes to fruition at this point in time. Back then, it was also human beings, right? Yep. We've got a, 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 an episode on scientific racism's development during this period of time. But one of the examples that I really began to think about when I was reading this passage was um, uh, James C. Scott's 1998 book, Seeing Like a State, where he kind of opens up in the same time period that Foucault is analyzing here, this like rough Reformation, Counter-Reformation, Enlightenment era, like this, this trajectory of about 200 years. And we see the example that Scott uses is like, forest development, like like departments of forest services developing, I think, in, in, in what was uh, what was to become Germany at the time, they would, of course, use the resources and categorize the resources and take the lumber or turn it into paper, whatever they were doing with these trees, but then they would replant the trees in such a way that they were now, like, all perfectly aligned, in a row, controlled, manicured. This is, and that was the government doing it. That mm -hmm. was the state doing it so that they can now control this resource and the relationship men would have specifically with this resource. That was the example that popped in my head. Yeah, it's a perfect example okay. and that's really the key in for Foucault the key for this transition from the art of government which is the he argues they're really trying to figure out the way that governments function and the way that rulers specifically should function um, basically the laws of government by using to Foucault uses the term cosmological like theology and so on to the science of the state when they're trying to discover the sort of in inherent laws of government using rationality and science and positivism like you mentioned and so on and really the laws of government that are outside of the purview of like religion and faith and uh, different ethical belief structures and so on. So Foucault's essentially is like synthesizing like Hegel's historical idealism with Marx's historical materialism during this era as exactly. well, which we would argue there's not not one right answer in that that mm -hmm. inquiry that they actually do have a reflexive relationship. Yeah, in fact, yeah. Foucault, Foucault specifically lists two different factors that led to this, two different processes. The first is the collapse of feudalism as an economic yeah. system, and the second is the Reformation and Counter-Reformation. Yeah. So one is an economic transition, yeah. and one is very clearly ideological uh, changes in the religious uh, belief structures of the time. And of course, it's not as if these things are happening in vacuums separated from one another. Like Jared said, these are reflexive relationships that are happening over time. Whereas like the Hegel, like Jared said, would focus on the religious transitions and the Marxists would focus on the feudalist transition from like feudalism to mercantilism yeah. to capitalism and so on. Foucault says both of these are responsible for this sort of origin of governmentality, the way of thinking about the state in a scientific manner. And he actually says that mercantilism is the first attempt at putting this science of the state in practice. He says, and I quote, mercantilism might be described as the first sanctioned efforts to apply this art of government at the level of political practices and knowledge of the state. Mercantilism is the first rationalization of the exercise of power as a practice of government. 
For the first time with mercantilism, we see the development of a savoir of the state that can be used as a tactic of government. Savoir is a French word which means knowledge, basically, which is what Foucault is all about. So he says it's the first time that there is this knowledge of the state as an external thing that is on its own that then is used as a tactic of government. And this is where this term governmentality comes into play. Governmentality is this, the power of the government through its various apparatuses and institutions and how it manages a population. So Foucault suggests that mercantilism is really the first example that we see of this being put into place with its uh, practices and so on. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, no. I mean, I, I mean, it's definitely right there. We're going to see some ideologies that spring forth that further like corroborate the story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I think that was pretty well explained. He then says like mercantilism was doomed to fail because it's existing in the middle of this transition period that is kind of trying to do both things. It's existing at the tail end of what Foucault would call the period of the art of government and the very beginning of what Foucault, Foucault would call the science of the state. Um, and he says various examples like mercantilism was far too focused on increasing the wealth of the specific ruler as an individual rather than increasing the wealth of society overall or the country uh, as a whole or the population, which we were about to get. Well, to. and wealth as the measure in and of itself speaks to the scientism, because even though like, you know, let's say, you know, ancient kings, wherever they may be in the world, definitely kind of measured some of their success in what we call surplus or sometimes gold or treasure or whatever. Mm. It was never codified the way it is in like a modern society right. where where we now rely on the state itself to govern our economy like that's perfect example. Yeah, yep. that's that's the key point. And I think one of the things that is often left in critiques of of the state on uh, did, did, whether you're coming from like a more left or right perspective is that the state has existed a lot longer than many of us are willing to to admit. But Foucault posits that it's not the, the state itself that is the oppressive apparatus here. It's the governmentality of the state. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure like we're not missing that point. No, um, that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. He also says mercantilism was destined to fail because it uses made use of basically only laws and regulations. And that's how it dictated the behaviors of the economy and of the individuals involved, rather than what would come to be where laws and regulations are just very one specific tactic that uh, exists in this huge web of tactics that the government uses under the co governmentality. That's what governmentality is, right? Right. Like, well, my favorite example is, I mean, think about like the laws you had in, in older societies because they were more simple or whatever. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, 10 commandments, for an mm -hmm. example, or even Hammurabi's code, still only 282 laws. Right. The modern United States is an easy example. It has like more than 20,000 just federal laws. They stopped counting in the 1980s because there were just so many that no one wanted to continue counting. Right. So like what do all of those 20,000 laws encompass? It's it, it's not strictly like moral or ethical grounds anymore. There's much more involved in this complex web that Nick's, Nick's yep. talking about. So. so he says mercantilism was the first sort of attempt at this science of the state. Then he says the transition finally takes place through three things. The demographic expansion, basically just the population is growing, abundance of money, which is linked to the expansion of agriculture. So increase in population, money, expansion of agriculture. And he says this is the emergence of the problem of population, he calls it. And he says as a result of all of these things, the notion of economy, and this is a quote, quote, the notion of economy came to be recentered onto that different plane of reality, which we characterize today as the economic so this is the transition from economy meaning something that was specific only to the family 
to now coming to exist on the plane, as Foucault calls it, at the state level, where now we get political economics and et cetera, which Foucault specifically calls out. That economy is now this thing that dictates its the state dictates the economy, which then dictates the behavior of the individuals, the subjects of the state. Um, and this is the problem of the population for Foucault. And this is really important to his concept of governmentality that no longer are the governments like Hobbes's Commonwealth or sovereignty of Locke and Rousseau focused on dictating the behaviors of individuals and no longer do they get their power from the population. Now the population itself is the end goal of the government and they intervene at the level of the population, that they don't try to intervene at the level of the individual. True, the police still exists and they are an arm of the state and they are dictating individuals' behavior and punishing and so on, but it's really about the population overall. And this is a big transition into this the science of the state and governmentality um, for Foucault. Um, yeah, he says the new science called political economy arises out of the perception of new networks of continuous and multiple relations between population, territory, and wealth. And he even briefly talks about discipline. And if you know anything about Foucault, you know his by far most famous book is Discipline and Punish, where he does a genealogy of those two things. And he briefly mentions that here and says that discipline evolves uh, from being focused mainly on controlling individual behavior to being focused on managing the population. And this is really the illuminates the concept of governmentality. Development Gover of mass prison systems and things along yep, those exactly. lines. Exactly. He In even contrast, talks about yeah. education systems, right, right. and so on. Um, however, he does point out that neither the sovereignty nor discipline have completely disappeared but that it now exists in a triangle. Foucault uses that specific word in whatever the French word for triangle is. I don't pretend to know. <laughs> um, but he says now we have sovereignty, discipline, and government. And so it's that third of the triangle, government, which Foucault is really focused on in governmentality, which is how the state comes to be the modern, what we would know as a state, how it is involved in political economy, how there are so many various institutions and apparatuses which the state uses, of which law is just a very specific one that it uses to control the behavior, the well-being, and so on of the population overall, rather than just very specific individuals individual's behavior, whether it's the prince going back to Machiavelli or whether it is the individuals in a family type economy uh, that existed before we transition into the science of the state. Anything to add before we head out? No, I don't think so. I mean, it, I think it's interesting to note that, like I said, based on what you just kind of summed up there, that we have the birth of ideologies like nationalism. Um, uh, we have the way that the different government structures that are created then, whether we call them socialist or communist or democratic or republican, all have this idea that they must – there's always an economic point to them. Like mm -hmm. even in, even in, in, in the modern republic when we vote – a good portion of what we vote on isn't necessarily like individual representatives. It's about economic measures or even where those individuals stand on those economic measures, which most of us think is just something that people have been, been doing all along, but no, that, that economic thing has taken on a state mm -hmm. or political level and the government has seen it as its duty to more or less like manage or control that. And I think that's a, that's a phenomenon most people kind of take for granted as, as always being the case, but it's not. Um, and, and we were talking about before yeah. we started recording how we just voted on one of our ballot issues is taxes, right? Level of taxes and whether or not the government can keep certain taxes or not keep certain taxes. Like 
That was completely never a thing before we got to Foucault's, what he would call the science of government. Like that was not a thing. That and not should exist. that be the role of a state? It's definitely right. a question that, that we're asking here. So yeah. at any rate, um, let's keep this one short. What do yeah. you got? That's it. I'm Nick. Okay. Jared. Later.